G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, there's been an inquiry conducted by the House of Representatives Standing Committee on Social Policy and Legal Affairs and inquiring into age verification for online wagering and online pornography. Well, Greg Bondar has been following along the developments. Greg is the Family Voice Australia State Director for New South Wales and for the ACT. Greg, a special welcome back to 2020. Yes, welcome back to you too, Neil, and thank you for having me again. Thanks, Greg. Hey, the Federal Parliament, uh, the Protecting the Age of Innocence, it's a report on an inquiry that's been conducted. Uh, give us some insights into what the government's been talking about with their inquiry. Yeah, thank you, Neil. Look, um, Family Voice has been um, following this with a lot of interest because it has implications for every uh, every Australian, really, and uh, in particular the... Uh, the young at heart. Uh, what uh, the federal government has done is undertaken this inquiry into online wagering and online pornography. The situation is that uh, currently um, underage children or young adults uh, have pretty much free access to wagering and online pornography. The committee, the federal parliamentary committee met. They, uh, they held uh, hearings on uh, December in uh, 2019, they released the report on February 2020 and tabled it on March 2020, on the 5th of March. Family Voice Australia put in a submission and we put our position from a Christian biblical perspective and uh, we said five major things. That One, that uh, online pornography and wagering, it was too readily available to children it was damaging to the children, both psychologically, physically, and in terms socially. It was excessively violent. It perverted children's sexual expectations. And number five, we said that this sort of thing ought to be regulated or at least made accessible to children through some sort of age verification now. Well, Greg, isn't it interesting because as you go through those points, you know, readily available to children, damaging to children, excessively violent, all of those things, and we'd say, Mm. aren't those common sense? And yet there's got to be an official government inquiry into uh, whether there ought to be some sort of age verification. It almost uh, doesn't sound common sense to be able to have an inquiry when you should be able to say, well, children are being influenced too young. Of course, there should be age verification. I imagine, Greg, that there were lots of other submissions that might have been arguing different things. Were you aware of what other submissions were before the inquiry? We were. A lot of them were individual submissions. Some of them were, of course, confidential. A lot came from the you know free choice sort of movement where... You know, it's up to children to make their own decision, blah, blah, blah. Well, we believe that that's not the case. And in particular, Neil, the actual inquiry, which were encouraged by, came up with the, 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 the conclusion that there was evidence 
which revealed widespread and genuine concern among the community about the impacts on the welfare of children and young people associated with exposure to certain online content, but particularly pornography, it's so readily accessible. So we were very encouraged when uh, the, the committee came up with a couple of, or a whole host of recommendations, but in particular, there was one recommendation which, that we sort of got onto straight away, was recommendation 2.143, which said that the committee recommends some sort of standard for online age, ver- age verification for age-restricted products. In other words, you, there should be some sort of, uh, you know, um, filtering mechanism not to allow children under age to access this sort of material. So that's recommendation one that we're very we're very pleased with. Recommendation three also said that the government, through its e-safety commissioner, needs to develop and publish a roadmap for mandatory age verification for online pornographic material. So we're really excited about that, and it's one of the reasons I want to talk to you about it and to your listeners today that we need to now follow up. I imagine that the age 18 is what you'd have in mind with your uh, your uh, submission, Greg. Is that the sort of age that you'd be talking about uh, for uh, some sort of verification standard? Oh, look, I think it has to be much lower than that, Neil. I think uh, we have to be very, very careful. Um, uh, sorry, 18 is the adult age, um, Certainly, children below that should not be able to access yeah. any material now. Sorry, in that context, yes. Yes, yeah, so so age eighteen would be that uh, that age that you'd be recommending. Hey, the response is due in September, uh, or by September. So I guess the government will look for some particular timing to release its response. And and uh, but that that means that you know between now and September, here we are, uh, middle of July already. So July, September. Uh, July, August, September. So there's there's some opportunity here uh, yep. for people to have their own say, and I, I suspect the having the say isn't because there can be some uh, submission to the inquiry, but to be in touch with politicians here, uh, those mm. members who are going to be making decisions about this. What's what are your thoughts on what sort of action you'd you'd expect people to take? Yeah, I mean it's important that you put into you've put it actually in the right perspective. Now, the government. Okay, the government response is due by the 5th of September. The response is due from the inquiry. In other words, what is the government's response to the recommendations made by the committee? Well, I've given you a couple. So what we're saying is this is a real window of opportunity for every Australian to write to the committee members. And I'll just let you know very quickly, Neil, who they are. Andrew Wallace, Queensland. Uh, Sharon Clayton, New South Wales. Dr Mike Freelander, New South Wales. Um, Andrew Lemming, Queensland, Peter Murphy, Victoria, Rowan Ramsey, South Australia, uh, Julian uh, Julian Simmons, Queensland, and Dr Anne Webster, Victoria. Now, these are people that everyone needs to write to because this is a national issue and it affects every family. So what we're recommending, Neil, is that everyone put pen to paper, so to speak, and write to these committee members and indeed to all parliamentarians and saying, please take up the recommendations of the committee which says that there ought to be mandatory age verification for online pornography and so on. So, Neil, we're encouraging your listeners to put pen to paper. 
And it seems to be, as I say, common sense uh, that you might want to protect children from online wagering issues and online pornography. And and it's not a fail-safe mechanism, having an age verification, but it is something, it is a step forward. And I imagine uh, better to do something than do nothing, Greg. Absolutely. Look, we have to start somewhere. I mean, we're glad that the committee actually made these recommendations we're pleased but it's not the end of the game we need to now get government to hold them accountable and say look from a christian biblical perspective but but even if even for those that are non-believers so to speak we can't let children be exposed to this sort of material freely and available at a whim on the computer ipad or even your phone now uh, over the years, Greg, uh, a concern here, because it appears that the government, and especially, in fact, uh, Liberal National Coalition, a federal government, they have always been reluctant to regulate issues around, and I'm thinking specifically more online pornography, because we're talking about gaming as well as pornography, and I say gaming, uh, wagering gaming. Mm. Uh, there's been a reluctance there, and I wonder whether you've got any thoughts on on why that reluctance is there, because uh, it does seem to be common sense that you would want to protect minors uh, from uh, these sorts of important issues. Any thoughts there? Yeah, there, yeah, a couple of quick thoughts. One, of course, gaming, which, uh, which I'll mention later on as part of one of our priorities. But one of the problems we have is with gaming, betting, gambling, nearly so it's government revenue. And, and that in itself means that governments are reluctant to act, whether they're state or federal. So that's something that we really need to uh, hone in on. And uh, as I said, it's one of our priorities, which I'll chat about to you in a moment. But in terms of the committee inquiry, I mean, Andrew Wallace is a Queenslander. Uh, Fortunately, some of our, um, some of our um, uh, people here in Family Voice managed to have a Zoom video with Andrew Wallace, who was very supportive of our position and indeed encouraged us to continue to follow up and to get the message out there to people like your listeners now. Okay, Uh, let's talk through some of the things that you guys have planned. Uh, Family Voice Australia, and, you know, that's been one of the campaigns that you've been a part of and making a submission to that particular government inquiry. But there's a bunch of things that you're working on and uh, just like to give some highlight uh, to some of those things that you're working with. Uh, Give us some insights into what you've got going at the moment, what you've got planned over these coming months, Greg. Yeah, thank you, Neil. I mean, one of the things that we get asked all the time is, you know, what are the issues currently before Family Voice? Well, we have state directors in each state. Uh, Each of the directors have their own state issues, but we also have federal issues. And we came together as a team a couple of weeks ago and we said, what are our top priorities for the next six months? Um, and maybe even beyond. And they were one of the first was religious freedom uh, and the anti-discrimination issues. Now, as you would know, the Ruddock Review had been uh, had released its uh, findings, but there was, had been no real action taken to date yet by the federal government. Mark Latham in New South Wales is doing his own religious freedom bill, so he's doing something. But federally, the Attorney General Christian Porter has stalled for whatever reason. I think it's probably in a too hard basket. But there's a lot of talk about religious freedom and the need for some sort of um, bill to ensure that uh, we, ha- we have protection for our freedom of thought, faith and so on. Now. Well, of course, uh, COVID-19 knocked a lot of things off uh, their mm. priority pedestals and no doubt 
that will reappear when COVID is out of the headlines in the significance that it is now. And that's uh, no guarantee for that because the coronavirus pandemic uh, may actually be gaining pace uh, given the stories we're hearing out of Victoria and New South Wales. So, uh, But that's something we'll continue to monitor, obviously, and religious freedom, one of those things which is an issue of freedoms for all Australians, but it comes under this banner of religious freedom. Hey, what other campaigns have you got happening? Yeah, very quickly now, we've got the Age of Innocence, which I just spoke about. That's the recommendation from the Federal Parliamentary Committee. We want to make sure that uh, online pornography for children is, uh, is, is protected. So that in other words, you know, they're not exposed to this sort of material. Priority three is a very important one, which I'd like, like, like to talk about more later at a later date, but it's the anti-gambling or betting campaign we're doing, which I'm heading up. Neil, if, if you look at the news between 6 and 7 p.m. at night, uh, doesn't matter which state, you will find that there are at least a half a dozen betting advertisements on TV. Yep. Now, this is primetime family viewing, and we're about the family. Primetime family viewing, and it's betting, betting, betting. And one of the research uh, findings that came out was that people under COVID-19 were betting more gambling more because they were either unemployed or on job keeper or on job seeker or whatever it was and here's the betting companies and I say the TV promoting gambling during this awkward period of time that people are going through under COVID-19 so we want to put a stop to no betting advertisements during the news hour at least as a start now. Well it's interesting isn't it because the side effects of COVID-19 and as you're talking betting, there's been a spike in alcohol abuse, there's been a spike in pornographic uh, uh, viewing, and of course, as you say, uh, anti-gambling campaign uh, wants to end the spike in betting advertisements because it is seriously taking money out of the pockets of people, uh, wagering, whether it's, and mostly here it's an online wagering too, and I guess uh, given what we've been talking about, children are at risk because of that, and, and just because it's during news time doesn't mean children are not sitting in front of the TV with their parents. Correct, and that's the issue, that family time is news time, you might be having dinner or whatever, and and I've got to make the point, we're not saying we want to stop gambling. What we're saying is we want to stop gambling at that particular hour. We don't believe in gambling per se, but what we're saying is that they need to redirect their advertising campaigns to have a less impact on families, on children, uh, as a whole, because it really is a devastating effect, and even research now coming out of the US at the moment, Neil, is saying that there's been a spike in the number of betting activity during COVID-19. And uh, Greg, your other campaign that I've got on a note in front of me, uh, the transgender agenda, uh, certainly has taken hold around Australia and it does appear to uh, be uh, continuing to gain momentum and that's connected no doubt to the religious freedom issues but uh, but you've been uh, continuing and have some more plans to continue your campaign around these transgender issues. Oh, absolutely. As you know, gender dysphoria is a big issue. Uh, there are a lot of people opposed to, to gender dysphoria or conversion therapy. And we're not just talking about Christians. We're talking about psychiatrists. We're talking about clinicians. We're talking about uh, uh, groups that look after the families and, and their welfare. So it's not just 
us as Christians or as family voice that we're saying we don't want gender dysphoria. What we're saying is it's harmful to the child. Um, so these are big issues. Uh, it's going to be, get, get bigger. And for whatever reason, Greg Hunt, the federal uh, health minister, is reluctant to have any sort of legislation uh, putting some sort of restrictions on um, conversion therapy. He's, very, he's been lobbied by the pro-LGBTIQA plus whatever it is community. Uh, we're concerned about that because our children are being taught the wrong thing about their gender. Okay, and I'll point people to your Family Voice website, Greg Bonda, because uh, you've got uh, oftentimes articles and resources that people can refer to, uh, Christian positions on these issues that the nation is facing, and uh, thanks so much for uh, filling us in on those four priorities that you've got that Family Voice Australia is attending to. Uh, Familyvoice.org.au is the Family Voice Australia website, Greg Bondar is the Family Voice Australia State Director for New South Wales and the ACT. Greg, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you again, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.